Push Fit Podcast in full effect. We have a very special guest in the building. We have Brian Battle, one of the tough finalists at middleweight. The last pick, but he said he was the first pick, and he showed that he was the first pick in his last fight, and I'm so proud of him. How you doing, Brian Battle? Man, dude, I'm doing so good, bro. Thank you for having me. No, I'm glad you came up here, man. Yo, so I'm just getting right into it. Like, what? How was that decision um, for the ultimate to get you on the Ultimate Fighter? Uh, like, what was that? What was that decision? What was that like? Not your decision, but like, what was like? How was that process like? Dude, it was a really weird process. It was a really, really weird process. Um, and I don't know what it's like normally, but because COVID was going on, it just kind of made everything more weird and confusing. Like there was a, a period where uh, we were supposed to go do tryouts and the tryouts got canceled. Mm -hmm. And so the tryouts got canceled. I actually took a fight after the tryouts got canceled. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't even know if the show's still happening. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't know who's gonna be coaching the show. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I'm still, cause I feel good. You know, I'm on a roll, I'm on this win streak. You mm -hmm. know, I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, capitalize, fight, you know, keep this thing going. Mm -hmm. And you know, they're giving me dates. I'm like, yo, should I be waiting? They're like, no, don't take a fight. Don't take a fight. Like, Just in case. Yeah, and um, so um, eventually, you know, after asking what's up, what's up, what's up, they were like, all right, you're flying out to Vegas on this day. Was it like and a surprise so, to you? It was a big surprise to me. Yeah, like was, not how when they called, they just called you, and you, I know you were getting ready for a fight, so they just called you and was like, yo, get ready for this. Um, was it like sudden? It was, so it was more like they told me not to take a fight. My right. manager and uh, the producer that I was in contact with, they told me not to take a fight because they were confident that I was going to be on the show, mm -hmm. but there was no... Definite. Definite. Okay. And so um, then... One day, yeah, they call. They're like, hey, you're going out. You're flying out to Vegas on this day. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm on the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like uncertain. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, think yeah, so. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, this yeah. is great. So, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's weird, you know, because, you know, for your regular life, you're like, well, I might be gone for a week or I might be gone for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, so be prepared for yeah. whatever, yeah. And um, it was just really weird and uncertain. Mm -hmm. And um, when they came in, because they, there were people that got flown out, were in the hotel, and didn't make the show. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how they decided to make those final cuts, but mm -hmm. they still cut people mm -hmm. and sent them home uh and when they came in they were like hey you're gonna be on the show it was just like oh yeah dude, it was like yeah and it, a it, big weight off your show man it was it was it was so cool because i knew this was like the op all the opportunity that i needed mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like uh it, it was uh yeah, it was everything I could have uh, hoped for and dreamed for. So, you right. know, I was psyched, man. So when you got in there, what was it like stepping in that tough house? Dude, man, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be like at all. To oh, shit. Yeah, man, not not at all, man. I, expect, I expected it to be, like, uh, way more tense. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I expected there to be a lot more, like, uh, you know, all this animosity, yeah. All this like yeah. you know, uh, and everyone just really was just kind of like doing their own thing. There was like a couple of moments, but I mean, you know, it was like a bunch of dudes in the house. Mm -hmm. Considering how many people lived in that house for as long as we lived in that house, and as many like little minor, uh, like arguments or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it. It was really, really chill. Everyone was really, really cool. Like, uh, yeah, man, no, it was. That was probably the biggest surprise: the, the yeah. lack of animosity right. uh, between the fighters. Okay, and so did uh, and did you gravitate to anybody specifically, like right off of it? Oh man, well, you know, all of Team Volk. You know, what I'm saying we were all yeah, Volk, obviously the Volk, yeah. the Volk boys. Yeah. But you know, I had my my Spade Bros. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These you know how to play Spades? Oh shit. Oh shit! Okay, bro. I'll I, say, bro I'll, I'm not I'll, that. Yeah, you probably bro, would be me. You. I would smoke. You, you probably spades, would be bro. me. Uh, yeah. I thought I was good at spades at one point. Then this old head just 
fucked me up, and I was like, damn, I'm really not that good. No, dude, it's um, like if you ever came over to my parents' house and <laughs> played spades. Uh, Don't tell which, me, you know, you know, know I think uh, I think we're doing a little party this Sunday. You're invited. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Side. Cool. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> um, um, if you ever came over and you played spades, and if you made one mistake during the game, like one like mental mistake, right? Like yeah. not like you did your best and you couldn't win, but you made one mental mistake. Uh-huh. My parents would remember. My parents and me would remember that forever, and uh, I would never be your partner ever. Oh again. shit! Yeah. That, that no, y'all are real. That's real no, spade, is, spades player type is, of mentality. Like, know the rules. Yeah. Know what you're doing. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. rock, you know what I'm saying? If like, you fuck up, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Okay. It's a wrap. It's not a game. Okay. It's life. Okay. So you had your spades party. You had your I spade had my team. spade bros. You know, uh, Ryder, my roommate. Uh, main training partner, mm-hmm. great dude, uh, Aaron, uh, awesome guy, crazy, crazy dude, crazy dude from Alaska, major sweetheart. Um, we had Boston Mitch, mm-hmm. crazy, That's my guy, dude, little That's my fireball, That's my man, one. dude. Like he, in the show, it looks like he's always like bitching and complaining and stuff, but like he's really. It's just like kind of the way he talks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you take it out of context, you know, it looks worse than it is. Like, right. Mitch is a sweetheart, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He's just, <laughs> you know, an aggressive. He just uh, communicates aggressively. Right. You know He's saying? from Boston, so I would expect you know, that. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And um, uh, Ricky, my boy Ricky, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Crazy Ricky, the mm-hmm. legend, the cult leader. You right. know what I'm saying? Ricky, he's awesome. Um you know, we had young Brady. He never really played spades, but he watched us play spades a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and so, yeah, those are my spade bros. Those are the guys I spent the most time with because mm-hmm. when we weren't training, playing spades was kind of like the thing, the like what we did to kind of. Was there like any surprise people that you were, was there any people that you were like surprised you were going to be that close with? Um, Really? 85ers in general right. because my mentality going into the house was like yo I might have to fight any of these guys yeah. none of these guys are going to be my friends right. like, they're all the enemy I'm going in there to take all their heads off right. and then within like an hour of being in the house I'm like yo <laughs> yo Ryder you're an 85er we might have to fight each other but right. you're my bro like right. you know what I'm saying we all know it's all business yeah so it was that was just kind of the thing, you know what I'm saying? I, I really thought I wasn't going to be friends. I thought I was going to have a couple 35er friends, uh-huh. you know, because there would be no competition there. But uh, the fact that I got so close to uh, a couple of the 85ers, uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it is what just, it is. It is what y'all it is. Kn- y'all knew what y'all were here for, so y'all, but, yeah. y'all all, but y'all all knew, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's business, but, you know, we're here, we, you know, we're here to do. Yeah. Right. So and then once you get what you're getting there, they okay. so how's that? What what's kind of confusing to me is um, like your training schedule and your eating, your your diets and how they kind of accommodated that for you guys. I don't know. Like, how did that even work? Dude, it was really I mean, um, the way we ate was kind of one of the more luxurious things like yeah, of, all sure. the, of all the things that like we couldn't do and were like kind of like a bummer, like. Um, we had a request list, mm-hmm. right? And um, you just you filled it out every day mm-hmm. with whatever you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And uh, the production team would like look at it, and they would take out anything that you know they couldn't get or you know they couldn't have on the show. And but really, like eggs, you know, salmon, steak, mm-hmm. you know, smart sweets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever you put on that list, they would go get for you. So you know, you'd go, you'd go to sleep, and you wake up, and it was like Christmas. You open up your cabinet, you're like, oh, man. it's all all the stuff all, in there. All the stuff is there stuff there. that you did you add anything up there that you don't usually eat? But like since they're you know since they're paying for it, I'm gonna as well just you know put oh, this up dude. there. Um, <laughs> I, I, and it's funny um, because this destroyed my stomach. I got. Um, I had like protein shakes every day. I got the little premier protein shakes, uh-huh. and um, I mean that's something I normally don't have, mm-hmm. just because I just don't like. You have to go out to the store and buy like a big pack. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can't just like go grab one. But um, I'd get those every day, and I would eat a whole bag of Smart Sweets. 
Um, oh, man. And this was in the period in between um, my fights. Uh-huh. And Smart Sweets were like a vegan candy. And the bubble guts, man. Holy Had cow. you. Oh, <laughs> wow. It was prolific, man, dude. It was the worst case of bubble guts. What made you think you was going to eat all of those can- all of those candies, Brian? Dude, I couldn't help it, bro. Right. Was it getting it, you, getting you through? It, like, it was that the only like, snack you were like? Yeah, because that was like the only kind of candy that you can, but keep the weight off. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. To keep the weight okay, off. That makes and, sense. You know. Yeah, I'm weak. I might man, have to. You know? I might have to look into that though. They're you not cheap though. They're not. How, no. Okay. So what? Like, okay, they are. <laughs> They're what, not cheap. Dude. How much are they? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, but, they pay for it. Well, no, yeah, they're paying. And I came home to get some when I got home, and I was like, "Wow, wow, oh, that, wow. Is, <laughs> that is interesting." Yeah, I'm not paying for that. A, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, and then once you get okay, and then what are your training schedule like? Training schedule. So, um, at the beginning of the show, Volk and Ortega they uh, had the option between like one person having the early training schedule, one person having the late training schedule, and so Volk, you know. Uh, he's more of an early morning guy. Ortega's more of a late night late guy. night guy, yeah. showing up late kind of guy. Yeah, in the show. Uh, yeah, so we uh, team Volk. We would go ten to twelve, come back, uh, rest, eat, and then go back four to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, team Ortega would go twelve to two. Mm-hmm chill and then go six to eight right every day so we would do that five days one day we would have uh one practice and then um saturday was the rest day mm-hmm. and sunday so, what about sunday sunday we trained sunday you trained too. but it was more because um we trained at the apex and they were doing a lot of events at the apex okay so, you know so um, i kind of had to maneuver a lot of things okay that makes sense and then me and you see, the, you see the guy on TV all the time, big as hell. How was it? How was it like meeting Data White for the first time? What was that initial reaction? I mean, when he walked in, I guess. Um, dude, I mean, it was cool, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, you know, you see this guy that you know you've been seeing like he's synonymous with the UFC. It's like as right. long as I've been watching the UFC, you know, I've known who Dana White is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like realistically talking it wasn't like you know we like sat down and had any like heart to hearts like honestly it's cooler seeing him talk about me on the show than any like interaction that you had that we had you know what i'm saying um uh, it was really cool talking to him after my fight with petrosky but you know uh everything was happening so fast at that moment i really don't like remember (laughs) what it was (laughs) it was was just like like, i remember that it happened uh um but uh yeah no but uh, seeing the show and seeing like kind of like the behind the scene clips, yeah, uh, like that's really cool. No, it was it was really cool, and then it just showed it kind of showed you as a fighter when you were um, talking to them and saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm this is what I'm here for." It's like you, when you really opening up, saying like, "This is like truly, this is what I'm here for." Type thing. That was pretty cool to to watch up there. That was probably one of my favorite highlights up there um, from you, excluding fighting. Um, to see you say like, "Yo, this is what I'm here for," type shit. Like, you feel me? And so once once you get there, even though like they're okay, they're picking squads. You were picked last. Did that like light a fire under you when you get there? Like, oh, who these motherfuckers think they is? Type shit. Like, well, um, like you you know me. Right? Yeah, I already you know. know. What I'm saying it's like I I only need like. A, a little something yeah you know i'm saying mm-hmm. like i'm like i'll make up something if i have to and so <laughs> yes. like it's like it's like oh man they picked me last and so like one one it, it genuinely did surprise me when it like mm-hmm. happened like um you know because i felt like i had a pretty good you know yeah. a, a amateur and you know i mean my pro resume wasn't anything like crazy but you know yeah. i felt like i was that uh, like yeah, an upper feel, yeah. pick material, yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, both the first picks happen. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I understand. You uh-huh. know, college wrestlers, whatever. Yeah. I understand. Okay, uh, cool. The second picks happen. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I felt like you know I definitely could have been at least a second pick, but whatever. Third picks happen. I'm like, 
really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, because they show, like, really? on the show, they, saw, they show me kind of, like, doing this, and that's kind of me, like, trying to save face. But, dude, I was fuming. Like, I was, like. Okay. Like sitting over there, like all angry and mm-hmm. everything. And I already I knew. Mean, I already knew it too. Dude, I was fuming. Mm-hmm. Dude, I couldn't believe it. And everyone on on the, on the show, they kept on saying, "Hey, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, Kelvin. They, everyone, dude, everyone keeps on bringing up Kelvin Gaslam. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. since like they started recording the show, up to like you know after Tough, like Chael Sonnen brings up Kelvin Gaslam all the time. And, you know, people are talking about, yeah, being the last pick, you know, it doesn't matter. But mm. I'm like, no, no. Right. Like, that's – Like, fuck that. Like, yeah, they You ever thought, been picked last thought, on a basketball yeah, team, like, yeah. on the court? No, like, it's like – it's, it's trash. Like, you know, it's like that's who they thought – they picked who they thought was the best fighter. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And I fell all the way down to the bottom of the board. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was the best fighter there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was just like – it was nice because I I knew that I was gonna prove everyone wrong, and so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, here we go, mm-hmm. like little uh, little clipboard material, you know right. what I'm saying? I about to say it gave him it gave him a, a storyline, uh, like yeah, yeah it, it gave him a great storyline yeah, for them to take. Oh, oh shit! And this motherfucker turned the whole um, season. I mean, not the season. Um, he turned the whole um, y'all a streak around for your team. Like the last pick turned the whole streak around for your squad, so that was probably that was probably like one of the, one of one of the great things that was happening up there too, dude. I mean, and uh, really, it just happened to be me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? After those first four fights, mm-hmm. um, like, and how you know the coaches kind of carried themselves, mm-hmm. and you know we were just so because like Volk and uh, all the coaches, like they can't really show because there's not enough time how much they put into us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they were coming – they came to the house a lot, man. They were watching tape with us at the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were cutting weight with us. A- every time we cut weight – like, they showed Volk cutting weight with Scrappy that one time. But every mm-hmm. time we cut weight, they were there cutting weight with us. Oh, like, man. Volk was literally – when I was sitting in a personal sauna, Volk was sitting in a personal sauna with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um you know, because I'm sitting there, I you know, I have to cut. Um, I, but each time I had to cut, like, 15 pounds the mm. day before. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm sitting there doing the, my sweat session. And, um, you know, Colby, you know, shout out young Colby, the mm. golden boy, Coach right. Thickness. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. That's his name, yeah. Colby Thickness. Colby, you know Thickness, Colby right. Thickness, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he would go get little ice chips and – because it's like one of those little personal sounds where your head's popping out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there dying. He would come and put, like, a little ice cube on my head. Just to feel like, put like Yeah, a little something. Yeah. You know, Uncle Joe, you know, he's sitting here telling me stories to keep my mind off, off of the, the weight <laughs> cut. You know, Big Wood, my twin, he's sitting there, like, keeping time and everything. Like, it was, uh, you know, Craig and Frank were there doing something, you yeah. know what I'm saying, causing some kind of chaos. Right. But, um, you know. They all that, and even in the training, you know what I'm saying, just all around, and like in every way they could be, they were so uh involved and like there for us. And even now, like, um, if I shoot Volk a question, like, and ask him like a training question, like, he'll still like respond and mm-hmm. you know, give me advice. And it's just like, they're good people, man. Okay, they're yeah, that, that's that's actually great. You, you are if people that people for. For people that don't know, weight cutting um, at that 15 pounds, it's not fun at all. Um, I've had to cut less than that, and it's trash. So I can only imagine cutting 15 pounds the day before and then having to hold off, you know, until the next day. It's 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 horrible, by the way. But, man, that's uh, – that, and it's nothing, it's nothing like having somebody there with you too because, like, if you're there by yourself, you're in your own head, you're like – you're. T- talking to yourself how shitty this is and all this it's it's terrible it's like no man it 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 really like um it's just having someone there like you said just talking to you to like keep your mind off of like how terrible Mm -hmm. you feel in that moment you know what i'm saying it's just like it uh it goes a long way right i'm saying uh and you know it's like you might get it done regardless but it's like um the the 
the less like mental stress you have to go through before a fight, the better. You right. Know what I'm saying so. The less you have to like mentally go to war with yourself during a weight cut, the better. So. Right. Exactly. So, what was the hardest part about being in the house, though? Cutting weight twice. Cutting weight Cutting twice. Weight that was twice. the hardest part. That about was the hardest part. Okay. About being that. That, it was. It was. Um, because I would say I was. Um, I was the biggest like walking around person in the house like I was um the one guy who really had a hard time like I couldn't get underneath 200 pounds no matter how hard I tried no matter how hard I dieted I couldn't get below 200 pounds and um you know a lot of the guys normally fight at welterweight you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so um you know some of the guys you know you know we're sitting here we're talking about weight cut stuff you know some of the guys you know um you know, they're eating bacon every day, you know chilling. what I'm saying? Chilling, you know chilling. what I'm saying? Like just, oh, what? I get to fight know, at 185? like a okay. healthy, getting their, you know, good calorie amount, getting yeah. a solid amount of protein. I'm yeah. over here just looking at them like, motherfuckers. Bitches. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> healthy motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you eat, you, oh, you, yeah. you enjoy that bacon. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. you enjoy that bacon. I, yeah, I would normally say something mean and then I would be like, yeah, no, go ahead and eat. Nice and slow. <laughs> you enjoy that, yeah. Because yeah. uh, your boy, uh, I get into him later. Um, your boy, uh, uh, Cameron, Cameron, I don't know how to say his Cameron. Like, Cam- Cameron, yeah. Um, he fights. I looked at his um his record, and he he. I didn't know he fought at welterweight. I didn't. Yeah. I looked at it. I was like, his last fight was at one seventy. So I was like, okay, he's fighting at one eighty five. So I, I was about to say, I know he was chilling. <laughs> like I, I know he was well, chilling. There. Actually, ironically, um. He was walking. He was one of the bigger walking, bigger guys. guys? In the house. Oh, cause like, his mass. Yeah, okay. like I don't know why, but yeah, his weight was just higher. I mean, he he was just saying like as he was getting older, it was harder. Oh, it was hard to get off. Okay. Down. So, um, yeah. So he wasn't one of the like bigger like framed guys, but yeah, he was one of the denser guys in the house. Okay. Yeah. So who would you get uh, excluding yourself? Yeah. Who would you give fight of the season to? Oh man! So I I didn't get to see Ricky and Ludwig uh, fight live, uh, or Ricky and Dan fight live. Mm-hmm. I got to see Brady and um, Josh fight live, and that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like watching that fight live. I think was, that one was the blonde hair. Um, yeah, the the two guys from Washington. Washington. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I got to watch them fight live and. Yeah, that was absolutely bananas. Like I think that was mine. Yeah, that was your. Yeah, that was mine. That's what I was about to. I was trying to. I was going to see. I was going to try to like give you like certain, uh, f- um, like pieces of the yeah. fight that maybe it'll jog your memory too. Who I couldn't think of their names off the yeah. top of my head yeah. right now. Yeah, Brady and um, because you know Josh, the older guy. You know he fought um Marlon Marias for the uh either World Series of Fighting title or the oh, wow. M One Global title or something. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah, like he he went. Five rounds with Marlon Marias. Oh just, shit! Yeah, no, he's like real legit. Deal. Yeah, legit. Okay. And um, you know, shout out to Young Brady. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Doing the damn thing. Right. Um, but I mean, Ricky's fights. Ricky's fights were pretty bananas. Mm-hmm. They were pretty. Um, both of them. But um, yeah, man. You would get. Uh, you would give it to who? Uh, who would you give it to? No. Come on, Brian. If I had a gun to your, if I had a gun to your head right now, and I had and, and I was like, who who was the who was the fight of the season? Who would you pick? Fight of the season. It's okay. It's okay. It has to go to and I and here's here's why 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 I will say this uh-huh. right. Um, I'm picking this because I felt like this was. A more competitive fight. I feel like Ricky won both of his fights mm-hmm. more decisively. Mm-hmm. Josh and Brady was a little bit more of a back, back and forth. forth. War, gotcha. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Okay. But barely, barely, barely. You know, it might be like sentimental because I was there watching it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to both of Ricky's fights. But yeah, that would be uh, outside of my fight of the season. For okay. Sure. For okay. Sure. Okay. And then. Do you have any stories that like behind the scenes that didn't make the cut, but was probably like the funniest or the craziest shit? Dude, there's so much stuff. I know. Like, I, know I don't know. I, I don't know. know. Um, and you know, I know. I know they got to do like these home videos. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, 
But man, dude, there's so much stuff that happens in the house that is just. I already know. I mean, you know, it just didn't make the cut. Now, and you know, obviously, you know, stuff is always funnier to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you like these producers, like this is their job. This is what they get paid to do. So, right. you know, they know better than me, but there's yeah. like certain things to me. And, um, you know, I don't want to like say anything just in case they use some of this you. stuff. Okay. I got you. I got the you. Next two episodes. But uh-huh. yeah, no, there's definitely several things. Yeah. Like you can so tell me, many, tell me so many things. Okay. So many things that like, I don't know how, there's no way they can fit all this stuff into two episodes. Right. And so, um, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the last, like, since they've gotten past the home videos, uh-huh. I feel like the episodes have been, like, more entertaining. Right. Like, all together. Okay, yeah, because they probably give, they just given, like, the background stories and shit like that. And you feel I don't me? know. I don't know. I, what do you, I mean, what do you think? Yeah. What, I, is, yeah. Your, what is your opinion as a fan? Uh, so, I, I, I would say, oh, by any behind the scenes or just why they would do, no, why they're doing like, what they're doing? No, like, as you're watching the show, like, the, the entertainment value of it, do you like it? Has it changed since they stopped doing the home videos, or is it still like you're kind of like, yeah? Uh, I mean, for me, it's kind of exciting either way because it's just my teammates up there. So it's like yeah. I don't really have like. But what opinion. if it's not like you're not watching if it's not an episode you? and it's not me in there? If it's not you, yeah. Uh, I, I do I find it entertaining? Do do I find yeah, it? Do you, did do I you, find it entertaining after the home clips or before the home clips? Like, do you like? the episodes when they don't have the home clips in it better or when they do have the home clips in it better? Um, I think when they don't, just because I already, like, they're just trying to give, like, the whole background story, and that kind of, like, takes up a lot of the time. But when you just have, like, you know, the male drama in there, it's pre- it, like, without that, like, it's pretty cool. Like, it's that's it's a little bit more entertaining for me. You feel what I'm saying? You, the, I'm, I'm guessing you agree, right? Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> and then, so, I, I, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I didn't I, have anything. I know you harped on it in uh, a little bit before, but how big of an influence was um, Volk to you, you know, throughout that whole season? Dude, um, what was really cool about their whole team was, um, um, all right, so, like, Volk, um, he started training with um, Uncle Joe, uh, like, after rugby, like he came in there as an adult, started training. Was like, I forget. They always they always said the number in kilos. I don't know the number, but he was mm-hmm. a really big dude. Um, and you know, he started getting really good. And he actually did one of those Tiger Muay Thai tryouts mm-hmm. where if you win, you can go live there on scholarship for like a for year. A year, yeah. yeah. And um, he got Volk got the scholarship, and Joe said, you know, he thought that that was going to be like the last time he saw him. He thought he was going to go off to this big camp and like, you know, say forget about it. Yeah, be yeah. like this big time fighter and never come back. You know what I mean? And Volk, you know, he did his year, and he still goes up there and trains. But um, he said he came back, and uh, because you know, there's, there's you know. Something about, like, uh, having that connection with your coach that kind of, like, brought you up, you know what I'm saying? Having that, you know, good home gym Mm -hmm. environment with people you trust, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, And Volk, I feel like when I was just watching him work and practice and everything like that, like, watching him in person, he was kind of like the embodiment of everything, you know, our coaches preach to us, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, if we did everything – the way they wanted us to do it, we would be fighting like Volk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the 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 uh, the speed at which he was like making decisions and like switching whether he was going forward or you know realized he was you know having to go backwards and like moving and you know changing different levels and you know attacking with different strikes and you know setting up his takedowns. I mean, it was just like. It was really fun to watch and, like, the complexities of it all. Like, it was just, um, you know, I could have sat there and watched him and freaking Mitch go back and forth all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing that being where I'm at, you know, just kind of uh, really uh, – 
you know, it, I don't know. It's like I, I always, you know, strove to, you know, be the best I could be. But, like, seeing Volk and seeing how, you know, he really, like, did everything the way you were supposed to do it, it really, like, like in my mind, it was just like a light bulb went off. And I was like, okay, you know, I can do everything right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can, like, make these decisions and fights. I can, like, see people and I can make reads. And I feel like since I've gotten back, I feel like when I was on the Ultimate Fighter, I didn't really get better, really. I feel like since I've gotten back, I've gotten dramatically better because I've had time to just like, just focus and, you know, put all these pieces that I've always had and just put them together uh, the way that they were supposed to be. And so, and it's exciting too, because it's like, now I know how much more I can grow. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So uh, yeah, no, it was awesome being around Volk and the whole team, you know, like Craig, Craig, you know, mopping me up on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt really, really solid on the ground. I rolled with Craig Jones, and I was like, okay, there's levels to this. There's levels I can still, like, uh, ascend to, or, like, many more levels. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Frank with the wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Um, just, like, little details. You know, stuff that I would already do, but, like, little details to, like, make it easier so I'm not, like, having to use as much... Uh, muscle, you know what I'm saying? I don't have the muscle techniques, you know what I'm saying? Just little things like popping the elbow up so, you know, he's out of place, you know what I mean? Um, just, you know, little things like that, you know, talking philosophy with, like, Uncle Joe, fight philosophy, you know what I'm saying? Just picking his mind, you know, picking the mind of the guy that, like, built uh, Alex Volkanowski, you know what I mean? So it was just, um, I would say mentally it was it was tremendous, you know what I'm saying? So. And they seem like they seem like they had you prepared for your first fight too. They had, they seem like you were already prepared. You already had the skill. They seem like they had you in a different um, state. Getting in there, this is a totally different arena. This is a totally different light. So they put they already instilling you. All right, you know this is what we got to do. This is where we got to be. And it showed in the first fight. And it looked for me, it looked pretty easy. Um, for in your first fight um, against a uh, camera Cameron, how you say it, Cameron? Cameron. 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 You can just say Cameron. Cam- we call Cameron. him Cameron. Okay. We yeah. call, okay. Cameron. Um, just give me, give me, like, what did you? Did it feel easy in there? Like when you first, like, when you first fought him. I mean, when you uh, fought him. Yeah. Um, when me and Cameron, and it, you know, it was funny um, because of the way I fought, it was uh, because of the way Cameron fought. Um, I couldn't sit there and fight like I I had been fighting because it just like didn't make sense even if I could beat him um you know coming forward and like um you know just trading with him uh it didn't make sense if I didn't have to you know what I'm saying so uh getting to you know move around and dance a little bit during the fight you know it was pretty fun um and it 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 was interesting because it was in that fight and that's why I feel bittersweet about that fight because I felt like I got out to a lead and it was like there was this like really easy path to victory where I felt like it, it was just it was just so easy. It was like I did kind of I felt like I kind of like coasted that. There was like no uh, sense of urgency for real in that fight. And, you know, it was good. You know, I didn't get I got out without any damage, um, but it wasn't something that I think made a massive impression on a lot of people you know what i mean but uh but no i mean it was a good fight yeah, yeah. um it wasn't the hardest fight ever you know yeah. what i mean um but kevin's a tough guy we just we're just a bad matchup okay. yeah and he, he seems tough but hey what was it going through your mind when he was just walking he was walking down and just like with his hands down and you're just like just jab his face off too, and head. Like, what? Well, like, what was going through your mind? Like, you was like, you really just gonna let me hit you? Like, like no, what? What would you do in this situation? Like me? Yeah. Oh, I'm throwing heat. Yeah. 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 I'm throwing everything. If, yeah. If the first one you didn't put your hands back up, you already know I'm coming back with. Like, like. Dude, no, I, I, if I had to do it again, I would have did like a flying. Oh, that's yeah. what I been, cause that's kind of like my thing, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't, I didn't throw any flying switch knees, and that's a shame. The entire <laughs> show, 
But um, no, yeah, it was. Um, once again, you know, it happened, but you know, I was cruising. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like, all right, you know, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do anyways. It's just like now it's easier because your hands are down. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like whether his hands were up or whether his hands were down, I would have did the exact same thing. Basically, I will say when he was coming forward, I was thinking about. It, I was like, all right, because. You know, he did that in fights before, so leading up to that, I was like running different scenarios in my head. I was like, all right, you know, if he does that, you know, I'll throw a tornado kick. I'll throw like something crazy, like a bad pivot kick, you know, and just jam him in the body. And so then it happened and I almost got paralysis by analysis. Like I'm in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, what, what, what can I hit him with? You know what I'm saying? And then I'm getting close to the cage. And I was like, all right, let me just, let me throw a head kick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was all right. Here we go. It was all right. And then you throw a head kick, and he was like, all right, now it's time to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, that head kick was shinned. Like, dude, he was motherfucking me out. Like, Ortega, was, Ortega right. was talking so much junk about me. Like, <laughs> the whole time, dude, like, after every fight, like, he was not, uh, yeah, he did not. Like the way I fought at all, yeah, yeah, but you know, so it was winning, yeah. It took you to the next fight, it's, like, it's too bad because you know, not right. Fight. You feel me? It took, it took you to the next fight, yeah. uh, it took you against uh Petrosky and facing him. He was the number one pick. He he probably in his head, he probably in his head thought he was just probably just gonna run through type shit. Ortega probably had it in his head that he was probably gonna run through, huh? Well, and um, uh, I, I a small thing um, during the coach evaluations uh, there was this one time for Team Bulk where we had to get on an assault bike and it was a two minute sprint right they had us do a two minute sprint to see how many calories um, we could burn mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and um, uh, but, you know <laughs> Petrovsky at the end of two minutes he had more calories burnt than me you know what I'm saying like um and, you know, he was, uh, he, he had known about me before we went into the house. Like, um, you know, the show paints me as an underdog, but I feel like, um, you know, especially a week into the house, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't really, like, that much of an underdog in the house. Like, guys knew who I was and, like, some of the guys who I had fought. Um, and, uh, you know, him seeing that he had beat me in that two-minute sprint had given him a little bit of confidence because he was like, all right, I can match his cardio. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know, they're telling him what you're always going to tell your fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, you're always going to tell your fighter he's going to smash the other guy. You know, you're always going to highlight, you know, the good stuff. Um, I just do think they kind of, you know, messed up by, you know, not really giving me the credit that I deserve. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's on them. I mean, yeah. Whether they gave me the credit I deserve or not, yeah. I mean, the results would have been different. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, I see you had some choice words for all the way. Over and over again. Yeah. What, what, what was it? What I just want to know what he gained. What what did he gain out of that? That um. Saying it was a headbutt when the clip, I, I was like, I clearly saw the knee today. Yeah. I was like, what did he gain out of that? It was a headbutt. Oh, breaking news! Oh well, dude, here's the thing. Um, and literally, this because I, I, up until the episode came out, I hadn't watched the fight. You know right. what I'm saying? The, the fight happened. We left the house. You know what I'm saying? And so, up until the episode came out, this whole time I thought it was a knee mm-hmm. because that's what. Said. It looked like it was in it. Well, I didn't make what did I missed. I was talking, I was talking mad junk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, oh, um, there's, yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, I still would have talked junk regardless yeah, yeah, because yeah. if I was in his situation, I wouldn't have stopped fighting because of that. Right. Like, I would have kept on fighting. Right. Me personally. Yeah. You know I what know. I'm saying? But, um, yeah, you know, you know what it is. Yeah. You know I what know. Yeah. Like, blood and guts all day. Baby, yeah. You know, but, um, um, no, it was uh, a moment where I'm fighting for head position. And he pulls his head back, and when he throws the elbow, like I'm, my weight's already coming forward, and um, so his elbow catches like the side of my head and drives me forward, and our heads like 
like slide, slide, slide off, off. Okay. and so they kind of like clash against each other and you can kind of see the cut before I throw the knee to his head oh. so that's what so you know I'm not gonna you know seeing that I'm gonna you know you gotta call a spade a spade you okay. know what I'm saying okay. it wasn't the knee um sorry Petrosky <laughs> but I mean you know it at the end of the day, he still got a break. I think he still benefited from it way more than I did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, sorry, but, you know, it didn't help you. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt you. It didn't hurt him at right. the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, so, what is it like being under under that so much, like, so much pressure, so much, you know, what what place do you have to go to in those in those type of fights? Like, even, these are different type. these are, like I said, these are different type of lights, bro. So, it's like, you would know. So it's like you being in there for uh, the first time, not the, not the first time, but you know what I mean? Like being in that arena for the first time, what's it like and where do you have to go mentally to get there, to like get through those fights? Um, well, and I'll tell you, I think um, I benefited from being in the second batch of fights because we got to watch the, the first group of guys. And I really think you watch the first four fights, I think you see a lot of guys underperform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, uh, you know, Dana White being there, you know, there's no audience, you know what I'm saying? You're in the UFC Apex Arena where they fought for the heavyweight title of the world, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, There's all these cameras, all these lights, you know what I mean? Um, But for me, um, this is always where I saw myself, you know what I mean? So this isn't like, it, on one hand, it is crazy. It's crazy being there, but it's crazy being, it's crazy finally being there because mm-hmm. this is where I've always like seen myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I always saw myself uh, fighting in the UFC with the best guys in the world. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so uh, I think, you know, as long as you don't let what you're doing get bigger than what it is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it doesn't get that crazy, you know what I mean? It's like, um, we had the opportunity to go watch like an actual UFC event, right? And when you watch them on TV, it's crazy because it, you know, the way the production is, it makes it seem like larger than life. You know, they got the camera zooming up to the fighters, they got the lights swirling around, you're like, whoa, dude, these, these dudes aren't regular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These guys are special, right? And then it's like, when we got to watch it there, you know what I'm saying? You see all the production stuff, um, but it's just like, it's two people fighting. You know what I'm saying? They're doing the same thing that I was doing uh, at the Grady Cole Center, you know, in Charlotte, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like the same thing I was doing in Kentucky, you know what I'm saying, in front of like, you know, a couple hundred people because of COVID, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. I'm just, I'm fighting, it's just on a different stage with, you know, more eyes, but it's, I'm just doing the same thing, so. Um, you know, just keeping that in mind and the fact that I've always felt like this is where I was gonna end up, you know, and that it never really I never really felt too out of place, you know what I'm saying? I had a long answer to it. No, that is not that was great. No, that it makes perfect perfect sense. You just kinda regulate that in your mind that, you know, this is a bigger stage, but I'm here to do the same thing I've always done. <laughs> like and it was way. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've yeah. done I've done this my whole career. It's know? like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like it, you know, the guy could be from Russia, you know what I'm saying? You could be fighting in, you know, UFC, you still have to win the fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what you have to do. You have to win the fight. Mm-hmm. So don't make it more complicated than it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, there's a lot more things that go into winning a fight than just winning it. But, you know, that's what you have to do. And fortunately, you know, any human can be beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just have to figure out how to beat them. Right. Exactly. And then what was it like when, okay, I want to know what in your, because I know in my head what I'm thinking when I'm like, oh, I'm about to win. Like, like. When you got like the choke in you, were you like, yeah, I'm going to the finale? Like, is that, well, what was no, you thinking? No, dude, I, I was like, cause it was so um, effortless. Like, it was really kind of like, I was kind of in disbelief. Um, and <laughs> like, I was just like, um, cause it was funny and you can hear Volk. Um, and when he did um, his little post fight thing for UFC.com, he talks about, how we had been talking about it. I'd kind of like, um, I'd hit it 
in practice leading up to that. And I kind of told him, I was like, hey, you know, if he keeps on going for this, I think this reverse guillotine might be there. And, um, you know, it was always just something in the back of my head. And I was like, you know, just like, if it's there, you know, and, you know, we're going and, you know, his head was right here and I felt it sliding and I threw it and, you know, my arm was in there and I grabbed it, you know what I'm saying? And then um, it felt like watching the fight, it went by way faster than it felt like. Um, when it was happening in real time, it felt like it was like 10 seconds. Like I was holding him for a second and then he dropped and tried to spun out, which if it was a regular guillotine, he would have been able to spin out of it. But because it was reverse, he couldn't spin out right. of it. Um, and then it felt like I was holding him on the ground for way longer than I was. But no, like the whole time I was like, is he going to tap to this? Like yeah. I was like, no way. I was like, whoa. He was already was... tapping when you got to chest to chest. He was already, he already had his hand up when you got chest to chest. And it was just a matter of like, all right. It's... Ooh, that's, I mean, that's not, like, as soon as I got right here, like I just knew I was like, I just had to keep my chest on the back of his head. And I was like, oh my gosh, this was like way too easy. Like, wow. But you know, it's like, that's why you train you know, stuff like that, those situational things so hard, you know what I'm saying? Train those situational things so hard so that, you know, out of 17 fights, that one situation, the, the one the one time where that situation happens, boom, you can hit the move, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, no, that was crazy. Man, I want to say congratulations to my brother, my teammate. He has made it to the UFC tough uh the ultimate fighter finale i'm so proud of you i've seen all the hard work you've done um you uh brian is always in the gym morning nights he, he's all he's always there when he's not there it's always like where's brian so it's i i felt when i when i told him beforehand he he deserved it he's going to take what he deserved this is this is all for him and he did what he needed to do, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, brother, I am proud of you for doing this. You act, you inspire me. Right. Yeah, right. you may you you make a big impact on not only me, but you you make a big impact on the gym. You make a big impact on our teammates, and for real, I am super proud of you, my brother. Thank you, bro. Well, can I can I say something yeah, about yeah. the family real quick? Yeah, can I say something yeah. about the family? I feel like. Um, you know, what is really fun about this ride for me is like all the people who've been along the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's been, I mean, you know, way more people who thought that, you know, I was crazy for doing what I was doing than people who believed in me. But for the people who did believe in me, you know, Sensei Tom, you know, Sensei Kevin, you know, Sensei Tony, you know, pouring all those hours into us at the gym, you know, um, people like John Piper, you know what I'm saying, who, you know, goes out of his way to get um, us work, you know, people like Keith, you know, big bro Keith Richardson, you know what I'm saying. Um, I feel like um, just like the community that is around me immediately, you know, with our team at highest stand and, you know, our um, extended MMA family, uh, the energy is like so positive, you know what I'm saying, and like, um, it's like, you know, it's like I can almost like the, the the hopes and aspirations of others is like lifting me to like a higher place. You know what I'm saying? It's like I feel like um, I'm going further than I should be able to go because it's like people are behind me pushing me forward. And those people like no one's ever paying attention to those people. Those people don't get seen. But without those people who like supported me, it's like I couldn't be where I'm at right now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, to my, my friends, my close friends who have been <laughs> with me this whole time and will continue to be with me, you know, to the coaches, you know, to my family, you know, especially my dad, you know, who's, you know, helped pay for medicals, you know, I was having a hard time paying for medicals, you know. Uh, my wife, you know, of course, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, I couldn't do it without everyone who helped. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, man. Brian Battle, everybody. I always like I always like to end um, something. I always like to end uh, my podcast off with something positive. So I want you to give some advice to your young champ, Miles. <laughs> give me, give him give him some advice because he's gonna he's gonna see this one day. Say my dad was on 
Push Pet Podcast and gave me some advice. What do you got some advice for your youngin' that's on the way? Uh, Miles, um, when you grow up, I want you to find something that you love doing, and I want you to uh, chase after it um, with a passion. You know what I'm saying? Um, just trying to be the best uh, that you can be. You know what I'm saying? You know, live life with no regrets. Because I mean, you know, you, there's certain things you'll never do, but you can always be the best version of yourself. You can strive to be the best version of yourself. So Miles, try to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And be better than your dad. At least, Jesus, at least. <laughs> don't like yeah, hopefully, I'm hoping, man. Man, thank you, Brian, for coming up here. Um, you can give your social media out for for the whole for the yes. whole world. Yes. Um, all right, so uh, Instagram, this is important because there's two Instagram accounts. There's an old one and a new one. I need everyone to follow the new one because my old one I got locked out of because it got hacked, all right? So the new one is Pooh Bear Battle 68 no underscores. The old one has underscores. Yeah. The new one, no underscores. So, um, and the new one will have a bunch of tough pictures. And You'll know which one. Like You'll know which one's the new one, which one's the old one. Um, and on Twitter... Uh, Brian Battle 10. I just started doing Twitter. I don't quite, like, I still don't know how to work it all the way yet. It still kind of confuses me a little bit, but dude, Twitter's lit, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Twitter community is like, you know, there's a bunch of cool people on Twitter. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, sir. Uh, yeah, add me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> add him on all social media. Yeah. Also, add Push Effect Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can just add uh, on Twitter, we're just at Push Effect. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, make sure you, uh, God dang, Daryl. <laughs> if you're listening to this, subscribe, subscribe like, like, and share, hit, and comment. And if you're watching this, make sure you listen to the audio, do the same thing. I'm, I'm gonna get it right there. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it right there. My, my boy Daryl, um, my cameraman, and also he's my, second to last person I interviewed, he's getting me right with my whole social media stuff, man. I'm going to get it right, Daryl. Hey, this is the Prince of Pen Podcast. We're out. Hey. <laughs>